genre. Welcome to the New Republic Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Tim Garcia. And I'm Gary Roby. And we're here with a uh, just hang out and Star Wars and chill episode. Heck yeah, Star Wars and chill. Um, so, um, how are you doing, Gary? I'm good. How are you, Tim? I'm also doing well. Have you uh, been up to any Star Wars things in the last uh, uh, month, since I we do these basically yeah. once monthly, I uh, I finished Claudia Gray's Fallen Star, which was the first, uh, the third adult uh, higher public novel. The first one to come out this year came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay, and no then, spoilers because um, yeah. my thing is I actually just picked up a physical copy. Oh, nice. For those of you who don't know, Heck I normally yeah. uh, I'm an audiobook guy, so I mainly yeah. go through audiobooks. But I was in a Barnes Noble by my house, mm. and uh, they were having a store closing sale. Oh, and so I picked it go. for fifty percent off. That's awesome. So, yeah, I uh, yeah. That. So I finished that one. I enjoyed that one. I won't spoil anything for you. Uh, and then I will ask. I will ask before we move on. Yeah. Uh, is it a satisfying conclusion to wave one, would you say? Does it feel like the end of a first arc or does it, does it feel, feel like, like the, the end, end of, a story? of the first arc? It feels like the end of the first okay. arc, right? In that, like, it's different than like, you know, I wouldn't call Avengers one the like it's the end of phase one, but I wouldn't call that the end of the arc. Right. Like that's a conclusion right. to like several movies worth of things that have been yeah, happening. It does feel like that. Okay. Whereas Fallen Star feels more like um like the end of the first arc in that like, you know in the way that like Empire Strikes Back ends on like a somewhat somber tone. Okay. Um we're like That would be an end of second arc. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like it doesn't feel triumphant. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed the story. I really love, like, where all these characters have gone and, like, the growth we've seen, especially in, like, the Padawans and some of the Masters that have been struggling. But mm-hmm. um, really interested to see where it goes next. Uh, I also, I just picked up Daniel Jose Older's uh, Midnight Horizon, which is the next young adult one, um, following a couple characters from Claudia Gray's Into the Dark that came out last year. And okay. I'm looking forward to that. That one takes place on Corellia, which is interesting because it's the first, um, like, core world, core word planet we'll be spending, like, significant time on so far during the higher public. Like, most everything else has been out of rim. There is a lot of – not that Corellia uh, was – not like not that this movie created Corellia, but um, there's a lot of solo stuff coming back. Yeah. Uh, recently. Um the, I know the comics are doing, um, what's it called? Crimson, Crimson Rain. Crimson Rain. I just saw that earlier, uh-huh. Which is some Kira stuff. Um, I want. I wish yeah. I had the time and the funds to keep up with all the comics because I'm really yeah. interested in what they're doing in that space. But I, 
I, I would recommend for you just do the Marvel uh, Unlimited, Unlimited, yeah, and you can catch up on all the old stuff. There's enough. There's literally enough in there that you can. Like I'm, I'm gonna start all the Vader stuff. That's awesome. Uh, I not think... the, not the. I read the original Vader comic, not the original, but the, <laughs> the Vader comic from when Disney first started. Yeah, like 2012, 13, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I read all those, and I have the physical copies, and I just never got into the second one, so I started that actually. Yeah. Um, nice. Which I didn't have written down, but that is a thing I started the last That's couple awesome. weeks. So, um, and it's pretty good. Um, because yeah, the first one was between episodes four and five. Yes, and it was really, it was actually really cool because they dealt with the um Vader finding out that Luke is oh, his yeah. son. Oh yeah, I did that read was a the bit pilot of that he was. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. What about you? I've heard awesome things about Midnight Horizon. Have yeah, you I'm enjoying it, it. I'm only like two chapters in, like not enough to make any significant detail. It just came out today at the time of recording this. So a couple days ago for people listening, um, I'll probably get through it pretty quickly. I tend to do that where like I'm I'll probably start the audio book because like you said, like I'm also much more um, able to focus on the audio stories for these uh, it's just easier for me to find the time to do that while I'm doing other things than it is to like sit down and read a book. Um, huh. But I'm excited. I do like the the other stories that Dan and Jose Older has told so far in the Higher Public. He's also been involved with a lot of the comic stuff. I read some of Higher Public Adventures, but I'm, you know, very behind at this point. Um, I see he did the solo tie-in, Last Shot. I did like that one. I read that one a while ago. Uh, he did the high, uh, higher public book, uh, Race to Crash Point Tower, which was a middle grade story from like last June or July, I think is when that came out. We had some signed copies in the store. So I have one of those on my shelf, which I'm very proud of. He did uh, a War of the Bounty Hunters spinoff about four lawmen Zuckus. Oh, that's fun. Which I love those two. And I remember the in the I mean, in the first War of the Bounty Hunters, there's a little thing where they. Th- yeah. I think there's also a thing happening right now. Yeah, he also wrote uh, there was a a one shot um, Higher Public one shot for Higher Public Adventures called the Galactic Bake Off Spectacular that just came out like two weeks ago, Uh, which I think I saw stuff on Twitter about, but I have not read. (laughs) That's funny. But I've been following him on Twitter for a while and he just seems like a genuinely like pleasant, like nice guy. Uh, we did, like, events with him and um, a couple of other authors, like, when the last wave of Higher Public stuff came out. And, like, he just seems like a good dude. That's cool. Yeah. So, I'll get more into that and I'll, like, update you next time we do a banter episode, but... Yeah, next month. Yeah. As is as is tradition. As is tradition. Um, you mentioned uh, reading some Vader. Have you been consuming any other Star Wars stuff? Uh, yes, actually. So I, uh, like I said, I got the, I, I have not actually started, um, Fallen Star. the Fallen Star, yeah. uh, but cause I just got it a couple days ago. Um, and then, uh, I started a replay of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh, I love that game. Um, yeah, it's very good. I'm playing on a harder difficulty. Um, nice. And yeah, I played that uh, just, on story um, mode the first time. I think I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this will probably be the only like souls like you'll catch me playing. But yeah, 
Um, I feel like I could play it on a harder difficulty now because I've put significant time into games like Dark Souls and Sekiro since then. Yeah. Uh, no, you'd be fine. Yeah. It's it's pretty easy compared to those games, yeah. in my opinion. But, um, but yeah, no, I've been playing it. Uh, I got it on PC during a Steam sale recently, oh, the nice. Lunar New Year. Oh, speaking of that, we're recording this on yeah. Lunar New Year. Happy New Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. Steer um, the tiger to everybody. Um, yep, water tiger. Um. So yeah, so that's kind of the that, and then of course my Vader and uh this uh this new book, which I'm Heck excited yeah. to start. That's awesome. Um, did you have some Star Wars news you had? Um. We got a couple down. little things. Uh, we have. I think most of this episode is going to be video game talk. So, before we get into that, the only other thing that I wanted to mention before video game stuff was that uh, Deadline is reporting that Mary Elizabeth Winstead is going to be part of the Star Wars Ahsoka series on Disney Plus. Um, I don't think I've seen this outside of uh, Deadline being confirmed anywhere yet, but I really like Mary Elizabeth Winstead and everything I've I seen. I mean, her Deadline in. is. Yeah, she, that's a pretty... Yeah, they're, like, super reputable. They they yeah. tend to be the ones to break news on things. This came, like, a couple weeks ago, and it hasn't been confirmed elsewhere yet, but I'm not... I would not be surprised if this is, is accurate yeah. information. No, I um, think I think Deadline confirms it's pretty much confirmed. Super curious as to um, who she's going to be. I'm assuming it's going to... I'm assuming she's going to be an original character. I assume so, too. Uh, but you, you can still kind of guess, is it a... Um... I is it yeah sorry go ahead is it like a bounty hunter is it like an imperial officer because I'm like an old imperial officer would be kind of cool like a an old imperial yeah. not not an old not but you know old, like, like a uh-huh yeah like from like the empire remnant from like, the yes. empire yeah uh I someone someone mentioned this in the dueling genre discord and I've been thinking about it since but like having having Mary Winstead as not only an imperial officer, but having her be like aligned with Thrawn would be so cool, in my opinion. Like Thrawn always has like a second in command who is people, someone who other people looking at them find them not not necessarily always unassuming, but underestimate who they are, and they're always so much smarter than anyone other than Thrawn can see them. And right. and having her be like a more competent price would be right. really great in my opinion. No, I agree. I agree with that. I like her as a villain. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't think we I get think to see that cool. often enough. Um, I mean, she's got range. She can always kind of play. Uh-huh. Um, she can always kind of play anything. What was the last thing I saw? I think I saw her in, she's in birds of prey, right? She was in birds of prey. Um, that was fun. That was probably the last thing I saw. Uh, her I rewatched 10 Cloverfield lane a couple months ago. Oh, man, I really love her movie. in that. And, um, I've had that's, it that's on my Netflix queue. John Goodman steals that movie. Yeah, though. John Goodman's amazing in that. Uh, I've had um, on my Netflix queue, uh, she's in a film called Kate that, that Netflix's algorithm describes as John Wick meets Crank. Uh, but I haven't watched it yet. I love Crank. Yeah. So she's supposed uh, to be, she's supposed, she's the lead in that. And it's like, a, um, she's like, on a job. I don't know if she's like a cop or if she's like a, I don't think she's a bounty hunter, but like something like that. And she's 
been poisoned before this job happens and so she's only got like so many hours to complete the the mission before before she dies kind of yeah. deal um the trailer looks great but i haven't watched it yet but i like her so optimistic so yeah yeah she's she can kind of do anything but yeah, i think her yeah. as a I think Imperial Officer. She's. Really I don't good. know if it's. I don't know if it sounds weird, but she kind of has the bone structure for a Imperial officer. Yeah. No, I know good, what you mean. You know, strong cheekbones and mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that's kind of why. But also, a bounty hunter would be cool. But who knows? Maybe it'll just be like a random villager that Ahsoka needs to help. Right. Something. I don't know. You never know with a these. A one-off episode. Like, oh. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Like it could. It could. Yeah. It could be a thing. But, uh, yeah. She'd be a fun junk dealer on a random planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. A junk dealer. Because, I mean, <gasps> we have Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris now. is amazing. And How have you been enjoying uh, Boba Fett? Um, I'm enjoying it. I like it. I feel like... I feel like I'm reading more into Boba than is, like, on the screen. How do you mean? Uh, because I know a lot of people are like kind of hemming and hawing about it, and and like I get it. I don't feel like it's moved particularly. I've only quickly. heard the hemming. To be fair, I haven't. Yeah, the hawing. I've heard no hawing <laughs> at all. Uh, but I, I like the idea of Boba trying to like form a family of his own as someone who's been. I mean, he's not necessarily been like on his own all this time, but like you know, has has been kind of like fending for himself since he was a child and wanting to like yeah, make a place that he feels safe and can also make his people feel safe is something that I find like touching because he doesn't have any family anymore. There was a point in time in the galaxy where even though he didn't see himself as part of the family, there were millions of brothers out there. Right. And like, I, I just I, I I see it more as less as like a a family thing and more where, where's your path? Where's your yeah, destiny? I'm so curious to and see like what his goal the... is like long-term. Like I can't imagine that like squatting in Moss Isley or whatever mm-hmm. and just like hanging out here is necessarily what his end game is. But I don't yeah. know. It doesn't seem like he has aspirations beyond that yet, but I wouldn't put it. No, past and him. I, I don't think he does. I think he's just like, Bro, just let me just let me just live. I'm tired of doing cut this. this out. Yeah, let me make friends with all the animals. And I do kind of like that. Yeah, I do. And people are like, "What? This is they made him into such a yeah." There's a lot of. I mean, you you kind of knew this was going to happen anytime you give a backstory to a beloved sure. character that doesn't really have a backstory and yet is still beloved. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, Boba yeah. Fett was kind of nobody, but had a you know. Um, had a cult following. He had a cult following, you know, well before yeah. 2002 when they brought him back. But, like, he was just a dude in an armor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, now you, you – and people obviously didn't like it when they brought him as a kid either. Yeah. Like, that, they were and now, upset and you know, attacked Disney the clones. is in this tough position of trying to reconcile, like, who we've seen him as in both Attack of the Clones and the Clone Wars, but also, like – the sort of legacy he has is the notorious bounty hunter Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, yeah. I think the show did a good job of, you know, we won't get too into it. Maybe we'll do a 
episode like after up. it's all done, yeah. but like a wrap up for the Patreons or something. But basically he says in the first episode, you know, without my armor, I'm, I'm less intimidating. Yeah. Which is kind of showing that he really relies on that armor. And I think here's my prediction, my, my hot prediction uh-huh. that by the end of the show, he will no longer have his armor. He will give up his armor. That makes sense to me. And this is the, uh, this is the Iron Man three thing. Right. Of like, you're more than just the suit. Well, but the Iron Man three, you know, he ended up winning by summoning all his armors. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. um, (laughs) It's it's I think he's just going to it's like, look, I need to make my own path. I'm not my father's armor. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, this is the new. I have questions, but they're spoilers. So we'll talk about them off. Yeah. Off this. Yeah. But yeah, I I, uh, That's my... I like this train of thought, um, especially with what we just got in the most recent episode. Yeah. At the time of this recording, because by the time this yeah. airs, there'll be a new, new episode. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. There's two more episodes at time of recording uh, that we have not watched. Um, so, yeah. So that's wanted to touch on Boba Fett there. Yeah. Little Boba Fett. Uh, but yeah, um, everything else I have is games. Do you have anything that's not gaming? No, I have. I mean, the big, big announcement was gaming. So yeah. Uh, Do you want to save the bit. big one? I have. I have an, a smaller, not smaller, sure. but like uh, before we get to the big three game thing, um, they dropped a trailer and a launch date for the new Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga. Yes, and uh, I'm very hyped. I am also very hyped. April 5th, 2022, this game is coming out. They are touting it as being the uh the biggest Lego game to date. Um over 300 characters the most ever in a Lego oh, in a Lego Star Wars game, it says. Um the trailer goes really out of the way to show like all these bits of gameplay that uh, I think are going to be. I don't know if they're unique to this. I haven't played that many Lego games. Have they had, like cover yeah, systems I, in Lego games before? They have cover. Uh, I can't think of any because they do in this one does for look, sure. It does look a lot like a lot of other Lego games. Yeah, but, but it seems um, fun. I'm excited. I, yeah, I it just, does seem fun. An excuse to play Have through, like, the whole Have you played saga. any of the Marvel, Lego Marvel superhero games? Uh, I played Lego Marvel superheroes quite a bit with you, I think, when we first started hanging out, like, a decade ago. Yeah, it's great. And then I bought Lego Star Wars Avengers, but I didn't get very far into it. Lego Star Wars Avengers? Lego, Lego Avengers, sorry. Avengers. Lego okay. Marvel's Avengers, yeah. Uh, um, no, I also bought Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, I think. Okay, I didn't play that one. I think I played quite a bit of that one, actually. It was fun. Um, I also think I yeah. have, like, the old Lego Star Wars game. What I like about uh, this trailer and what um, I liked about Lego Super... The reason I brought up Lego Marvel Super Heroes is they found a way in Lego Marvel Super Heroes to really make all the different characters play differently. Uh-huh. Um, which a lot of times with yeah. superhero games, it's really easy to just kind of like, ah, cut and paste. And there is some of that, um, for sure. But, um, for the most part, a lot of them felt like if you played Iron Man and then you played Thor, they would feel different. Yeah. And then you could play Ant-Man and you'd have to, you know, you'd shrink and everything. And watching this trailer, it does seem like the Jedi don't all fight the same. 
you know, they all fight, you know, slightly differently and you can have your favorite characters and that. they, you know, um, and then of course it still has the, um, classic, um, Lego humor. Yeah. Which is important. The, my favorite bit of this trailer, speaking of their humor is like when, uh, the narrator is talking about how for the first time in a Lego star Wars game, you could be whoever you want and fulfill whatever your fantasy is. And then it cuts to just a shot of a gonk droid walking across the desert. <laughs> and it's really nice. Like, I just want to be a little gonk droid roaming around. No, no, no stress. Only gonk. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, uh, it just, all of it, all of it looks good. You've got your, there's even, there's even what looks like a, like a tower defense game for the ballot battle of Naboo. Yeah. There's like all kinds of crazy uh you know playing all through all of them so yeah i'm uh the wait seems well warranted yeah i'm excited um i feel like i did play a lego game no it wasn't lego star wars it just felt like a lego game okay i played the disney infinity game the oh disney. yeah i think we talked um, about that like back in the day because yeah i think i brought up a couple on, times like how the art styles meshed really well yeah, and I think I also brought up at one point uh Orn Frita planning <laughs> uh Sheev Palpatine's birthday. Oh yes, yes, you definitely did tell me about this. A great that is quest. my favorite um little piece of I hope like that should be canon, please. Orn Frita. Yeah, Orn Frita was forced to <laughs> Senator um from Ryloth yes. was forced to Maybe not forced to. Maybe he felt it would improve his uh, his standing. His standing. Maybe with, he uh, was forced to. Ah, with the oh. force. <laughs> I see. You will throw me a party, and it will be the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, tell me, tell me about this big game announcement. Oh, the thing so, we're all here for. Yeah. Um. So EA and Lucasfilm. I uh, basically announced uh, that they're going to make three more games. Yeah. Um, which we hadn't really heard much from EA because they we knew that their contract, their exclusivity contract was ending last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's uh, it's interesting because one of them we kind of already knew about. Um, like pretty much everyone knew that they were doing a Fallen Order sequel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's been a discussion cool. for a while at this point, but I'm excited to have like that confirmation. Have you um have, what do you think the sequel will be? Do you think it will be more Calcestis? Do you think it will be because the way they say it is a Star Wars Jedi sequel. Uh, yeah, I th- I was thinking which, about I this mean, too. They're not going to call it Fallen Order Two, I guess. Yeah. Um. That distinction is interesting to me, but also, I don't I don't know like I don't know what story I want them to tell next. Like I enjoyed Cal Kestis, and I liked his sort of struggle with the second sister right in that one and a lot of the characters that he's introduced to or acquainted with um 
I don't know what to like get him involved in next, right? Like, <sighs> well, you have to wrap up his story. I feel like, like the the story of the story of Fallen Order was wrapped up. I feel like I agree, with but you. the story, but Cal Kestis's story well, he's, was yeah. Not. He's still he's still out there and doing stuff. Yeah, I'm just like super curious. Um, as, like, so what spoilers he... for Fallen Order, but he does not die in, in no, Fallen. No, he does not fall. He does not die. <laughs> he does not fall in Fallen. Uh, Order. Except in, except for things that happen because of you, the player. Then he maybe he dies a lot. Yeah, that's um, also true. But uh, the Ogdo Bogdo or whatever on that yeah, first planet. Oh yeah, the, the one that you definitely don't have to beat, but you have to. <laughs> you sit there and you do it all night. Yeah, because you you need to kill it. <laughs> that giant um, frog thing. Yeah, Ugh, there's literally miserable. no reason to kill it right then, but miserable. Uh, but you can always come back at the end and just kill it very easily at the yeah. end. But you, for whatever reason, we're gamers. I wanted so. that. I wanted that new lightsaber sleeve. <laughs> Hilt, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super curious. Like I, I would love like more of the Mantis and Grease and, and Marin is the night sister that's with him now. Right. Like, yeah, I like um, them as a she crew. She was my favorite. She's great. So um, very curious to see. Like, I always what thought it was go. weird. She seemed to be better animated than everybody else. <laughs> um, You're not I haven't wrong. gotten to her. I haven't gotten to her on uh PC. Uh, but I've noticed everything on PC seems to be a little bit better animated sure. than it did on PS4. Uh, like Cal's hair seems a little bit more fluid. Nice. It kind of blows in the wind a little bit more. I don't know. Uh, just things are a little crisper. But uh, even on PS4, I was like, man, Marin seems to be like like they spent more time on her or something, even though she was not that. I don't know. Um, but she was also cool. I liked her. And, yeah, and the she actress was, was cool. good. So. Uh, I would love, I would love just more, more with both of them. Um, I would like a game that lets me do four switch stuff. Like Maybe I in the new, uh, I could see them adding that as a path in the new Old Republic game. That could be, oh yeah, that could be cool. In the new KOTOR. Yeah, because I um, I want more force shenanigans that are not tied to like Jedi or Sith doctrine. <laughs> yeah, um, the Night Sisters are the biggest one, but there's other, especially in Clone Wars, they kind of mess with that a lot more. Yeah, totally. Um, but I like uh, I like when they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it'd be cool. But like, I yeah, again, like I I'm pretty sure that whatever the next Jedi Star Wars Jedi game is going to be, it's probably going to follow Cal and them. But I. Don't yeah. know like where his story goes without intersecting with the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, cause I feel like you have to, yeah. How much time do we know how long it's been? It's definitely been like a decade, right? Like he was a kid when the war happened, when it started. Yeah. He was like a teenager, right? Okay. When the, so, I guess they're still for fallen order. It was five years. They okay. mentioned that right at the beginning. They're like, um. Oh yeah, it's been five years since. Oh, whatever, so there's still like know. 15 years worth of timeline Time to, to play with. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. they could do plenty of stories in that window. Right. Okay. Like we're still 10 years out from the beginning of Rebels. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. 
that makes me feel a little better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do in that space. Uh, necessarily. I like the idea of like the thing that I liked about Fallen Order. I, I know that um, you're sort of following someone else's journals, but there's a bit of like Indiana Jonesy in it, like exploring temples of ancient alien civilization and stuff. And I kind of more that. Give yeah, me more history. I like that. Um, I like his I like his uh, force power that he's able to yeah. sense the echoes um me too just like quinlan voss mm-hmm. um so yeah i dig it i think that's that's fun yeah i'd be down for more cal Kestis for sure um uh, yeah and cal's good he's a good character i don't mean to i just i think my my brain always goes to uh i really like serialized media i think and sure. i think it has a lot to do with me. Just I like things in bite-sized chunks, and I don't like to. I cannot binge things to save my mm. life. Uh, so if I can, you know, just take off a chunk and do here or there, and I really like Clone Wars for that. And and Clone yeah. Wars stops doing that so much by the end, where it's doing four episode arcs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But um, I like that it's just kind of like here's a story, and you don't need to have watched. Seasons one through six, like, because it's just sort of like, here it is. It's just a story that happens in the And there's not much, there's not many other forms of, like, James Bond is like that. Yeah, that's true. Where you don't really, with the exception of I mean, even that's not always entirely, like, the Craig movies very much rely on you having knowledge of all the movies, I think. Not all They build on top of each other. The last one definitely The last one definitely does, is just drawing Uh, on what's happened in the previous But I feel like Spectre, you didn't need to watch the previous ones. Skyfall, you didn't really need to watch the previous ones. Quantum of Solace, you definitely needed to watch Casino Royale. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, but with, with those exceptions, I feel like... For the most part, those are supposed to be one-off part, adventures. Yeah. yeah, they're all just sort of like, yeah, let's watch... Obviously, Indiana Jones is very much a one-off. Just watch this and yeah. you're good. Um, I always thought that the... I mean, this now we're way off Star Wars, but real <laughs> quick, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies I thought would have yeah. been great. Of course, they didn't do that. They just followed Jack Sparrow. But I thought if they had just done a different pirate of the Caribbean, oh, be, you could oh. you could have kept that franchise going just forever, keep moving outward. Yeah, and yeah, sure, you can have Jack Sparrow back every now and then because it's part of the mm-hmm. you know pirate cinematic universe or whatever. But, yeah, but like um, you could have done a Will Turner movie or an Elizabeth movie or you, well, you don't even Barbosa need to do that. Movie. You could you could just have like here is. So and so, and he's meeting. He's facing off against Black Bart, and yeah, Jack that's Sparrow's going to come help him every now and then. But you know, it's like not a you know any of that sort I, of thing. I just think that seri- like there's room for serialized content, especially in in movies. Now that everything seems to be moving the way of TV, yeah, and TV is very easy to have an overarching story for everything. I mean, yeah, TV's definitely changed a... in that way, right? Because, like, I remember mm-hmm. a lot of shows that we would have grown up, like, catching on television. Like, you could you could tune into any episode and engage right. with the story that's happening and not feel like you've missed out. And things have become increasingly serialized over time. Um, uh, less serialized, right? Do you think so? The... Oh, oh, so, well, uh, sorry. Like... I meant serialized in, like... In, like, you need to have watched the previous one to understand what's coming next. But I... I right. No, that's not actually the term you use. Yeah. 
In yeah, no, case. but I know what you mean. Like yeah. they've become more like long movies, basically. Yes. Um, yes but yes. I think that's the because of the nature of how we watch television now. True. Um, yeah, definitely. Where we have to it's things all like streamed. Netflix have changed uh uh-huh, the way that we to consume. The, to the point where people literally complain when they have to a episode doesn't fit the overarching they're like nothing happened this episode it's like what like tons of stuff happened it's just so much it wasn't like the ones i always think of is mandalorian people obviously people complained about this a lot in the middle uh-huh. where they're like nothing happened this episode he didn't do anything and it's like well like, we're yeah, he saved stage. all these people yeah. they weren't even setting the stage it's just like this is an adventure he was having like yeah. and that's fine it's okay to have like smaller adventures in the middle of totally larger adventures but people get upset when it's not they're like that was a filler episode. It's like you don't even know what a filler episode is anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's like watch, go watch some old anime. You know, uh, please. Like, I saw. I watched a lot of Naruto. I know what filler episodes <laughs> are like, buddy. And that's exactly. not a filler episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just people just get impatient. So I think there's it, kind of a balance. But yeah, I think maybe movies are where you can do that, where you can have that kind of like. Yeah, this is just an adventure of the things that happen. And I think they were yeah. actually trying to do that with Rogue One and Solo and, um, you I know, would, these sort yeah. of like, I don't think that they wrote Rogue One and going, oh, and then after this, we'll do a TV show with Cassie and Andor, uh-huh. you know, but, uh, you know, here we are. Here we are. I'm also looking forward to that because, like, give me more K2SO, please. That's going to be the, I think that's going to be like the stealth hit. I think so, too. Of the year. Everyone's looking forward to Obi-Wan, and I'm sure that'll be great, but I think, like, gritty Cassian TV show, like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, especially gritty, right? This is before he's met Jin Urso and, like, softened as a result. And the first thing we see him do is shoot his own informant in the back. Yeah, dude, ugh! It's like, so that's gonna be the Cassian we're getting, so... It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm stoked for that. I think it's gonna be very fun. But yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to, um, the Star Wars Jedi games being, like, the adventures of the Mantis. Cal Kestis. And, and Cal Kestis, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it'll be fun. Um, yeah. the other thing is, when they kept saying Star Wars Jedi series, I thought of the Jedi Knight series, which mm. was, you know, uh jedi academy jedi outcast jedi knight 2 dark forces 2 all that um that was all the jedi knight series and i'm like i wonder if that will i wonder if they'll make kyle katarn canon Ooh, that'd be interesting And if that ever happens like imagine like it's a little too early for him um it's 15 years before the dawn of the rebellion basically yeah um thanks so yeah i guess i guess he'd be like 15 right now or something like that like sure. in his, he'd be a teenager um but it would be a bad idea to have a teenage kyle katarn no i don't think show so. up in the in the star wars jedi series but not as a, not as a playable character or anything but just maybe a cameo or something um you give but, him a cameo in the next one he like meets cal kestis and then he falls between then and his next appearance. Yeah. He, he, what, I'm sorry, he shows up, you say? Or? I would say he, I, I, I was saying he could, he could show up. He could show up like pre, like, I don't know, isn't Kalkatarn like, doesn't he start as like working for Vader? 
Am no. I wrong on that? Am I thinking of someone else? I might be thinking of someone Are else. Are you thinking of Starkiller? Ah, uh, I might be thinking of Starkiller. I haven't played um, any. There's so many of those games that I've never played. Kakatarn was um, old school 90s oh, um, yeah. Star okay. Wars games. Uh, I mean, into early 2000s. But he uh, he was a rebel. And in the first yes, one, he, in Dark okay. Forces... He does the in Dark Forces. He's the one that steals the Death Star plans. Interesting. Um, which is hilarious. Yeah, um, I was totally confusing him with Star Killer for whatever reason in my brain. Um, and yeah, I guess there's. I wasn't a big fan of the. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the. I knew uh, people that really like that's the Forced Unleashed games, right? Forced Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really care for it, but um, it is a product of its time where everyone's edgy. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mid two thousands, everyone's edgy, you know, edgy kid. Definitely. Um, but no, Kyle Katarn was. Uh, they actually he they did remember it was from the time of like PC games where all the cutscenes were like filmed movies in like yes. really low res. Yes. Uh, okay. And uh, I get this vibe. Yeah, but you could you could bring him back. That could be fun. Um, I'm yeah, I'm super down. Like, for, like, the return of Legends things at this point, in, like, any form that they're going to take. I find that really interesting. Because I didn't, like, experience much of the EU growing up. Yeah. But I know people were precious about a lot of that things, and if they're able to, like, draw from that well, and both bring in new fans, or fans who haven't consumed those medias, and also sort of give... A bone to people that are like diehards from a long time ago. Like, I think that that's only to the benefit of Star Wars as a property. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. I think I think there's a, a place for it. Maybe we'll have to do one of the uh, if we can get through it. Do one of the Kakatarn games. That could be fun. There's a couple of them, and they're usually pretty cheap because they're very old. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet you. I bet you I could... Uh, are those also EA? Uh, I think they're before, like, EA was a real big thing. Ah. Let's see. Because I know... I know a lot of them are just available through, like, Xbox Game Passes. Like, I think there's an EA add-on that just I'm gets you a whole mess I'm looking at my Steam library now. And I have Star Wars Dark Forces, which I don't know if I could get through that. <laughs> um, but I have Dark Forces 2, which I've never played. And that's the one that has the the like movie cutscenes. Oh. Um, but anyway, this isn't this is an off air conversation where we go through it. But yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, they're not they're not, <laughs> they're very dated old games, but they could they could be fun to go through. Um Anyway, um, but anyway, so the Jedi Fallen Order sequel was is just one of the announcements. Um, yeah. The other two are mystery games. Mm-hmm. Mystery um, games. Ooh. Star Wars Sherlock Holmes. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Oh, you could actually do that. <laughs> Wasn't the like 13 Star Wars 1313. Do you remember when they were doing that? Yeah, it was like. um. It was going to be like a Coruscant gritty underworld. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. And I think a lot of it was reused. Um, it says you were following 
uh, Bounty Hunter Boba Fett navigating level 1313, a subterranean metropolis on the planet Coruscant. Fascinating. It was going to be a mature game. I think a lot of the... I'm not sure if people got, like... Uh, I think a lot of, like... I, th- I can't remember, but I think a lot of it got reused and repurposed to other stuff. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, Like, a lot of the content. That's um, cool, though. But yeah, so in, in December 2015, Kathleen Kennedy told Slash Film, Lucasfilm have been looking at material for both 1313 and Underworld, and those projects may still be developed. Nice. Uh, but I think what ended up happening is they just took, like, characters and... Just like, concepts. Names and stuff, yeah. and they just kind of repurposed them into other things. So yeah, so yeah, but that that would have been kind of a... Like a mystery game, like a... Yeah, that would be good. I'd be down for um, that. But no, um, the other one is a, well, they announced a first person shooter game. Yeah. So, Has that been a thing uh, that they've, have we ever had a first person Star Wars oh, shooter? Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't, um. Well, tell me I haven't played that many of these games, Tim. Yeah. Hang on. I'm trying to remember here. No, you're fine. Uh, Star Wars. I'm remembering with the assistance. <laughs> I get it. I think Clone Commando was the name of it. Oh, um, that sounds familiar. Clone Commando. Wasn't that, was that a first person shooter? Or was that a third person shooter? Um, I don't know. It was a first person shooter. Nice. Okay. Um, speaking of that, I believe uh, a bunch of Clone Commando stuff showed up in uh, Bad Batch. That's cool. A Republic Commando. That's what it's called. Republic oh, Republic Commando. 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 I do remember Republic Commando. Um, I never played that game, but I remember yeah, people being really into it. Okay. Um, people love that game. Yeah. Um, is do I have that one on Steam? I do have that one. On Steam. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll play that eventually. That could um, be fun. Anyway, but yeah, so that's uh, but yeah, they're making an FPS game. Um, the uh the lead guy what's his name hirschman yeah uh i had it written down and then i lost it hirschman uh peter hirschman peter hirschman yes he says he's the one working on the on it he was well first of all he's previously the vp of development at lucasarts yeah um, he was the executive, was the executive producer, producer battlefront the uh-huh. original battlefront game yeah. so the the ones in the mid 2000s mm-hmm um, and he says that uh, it's a story – the story he's telling in this is a story he's always wanted to tell. That's fascinating to me. Like, so, I wonder how long he's been sitting on this idea. For Decades? those upset about LucasArts and longing for the days of old Star Wars, this could be a good uh, a good thing to work on. Because yeah. you've got the someone from the old Battlefront games, which pretty much universally loved those Battlefront 1 and 2. Uh, from the mid two thousands, um, and then of course LucasArts, like he was, yeah, working from LucasArts. So, um, and then they're telling an actual story. So, for those of us who maybe aren't great at multiplayer, uh, which is me, um, that's also me. You know, you have your single player. I which love is, that, uh, which is good. Which means I'll probably, I'll most certainly be buying this and playing it. Yeah, definitely. Um, because yeah, single player campaigns on shooters. Please give them to yeah, me. Yeah, if this had just been, oh, we're doing Battlefront 3, I would have been like, well, I'll play whatever campaign you do, but that's probably all the gameplay I'll I get mean, out of it. I love the Battlefront. I'm, I love Battlefront 2. I, conceptually, I love them, but I'm just it's, so bad at multiplayer stuff. It's I just don't so care. bad. I'm so bad at it, but it's 
the sounds and the like playing with the different, you know, yeah, troopers and stuff. It's fun. And also Ewok Hunt is a great game. <laughs> Where you're, it's basically uh, the zombies game from Call of Duty okay. where it's like infected. Sure. Where the, but the survivors are stormtroopers. Oh. And the, the ones that are hunting are the Ewoks. Amazing. And it's in pitch black night on Endor. And, uh. That sounds fantastic. The Ewoks can see what really well in the dark because they're, you know, first of all, if you look at them. And uh, anatomically, their eyes are very big. They would yes. be able to see it in the dark. Collect a well. lot of light. Uh, collect a lot of light. So uh, they see in the dark really well. The stormtroopers have a flashlight uh-huh. that one gives them away and two runs out of batteries easily. So you kind of have to conserve it. That's amazing. Uh, all they've got is their thing. And then, yeah, it's great. And they, they make they really do the horror thing <laughs> where the Ewoks, the Ewoks play their little like. Uh-huh. And it like you're just like oh god what was that where was it it's That's so good dope. I love that it's such a good game mode <laughs> um, anyway that's neither here nor there that uh, sounds super but fun by far the Star Wars game that was more or less announced that I am very interested in mm. is a strategy game. What kind of strategy? Strategy game is so broad, Tim. It's very broad, but let's let's dig into what we've learned. Okay. It's from a new studio called Bit Reactor, helmed by an industry veteran, Greg Forch. Okay. Um, Greg Forch worked on. Uh, he worked on. He was like the art director for the XCOM games. Okay, I haven't played uh, XCOM, but I conceptually understand like how that game works. Yeah, it's basically you could make XCOM into a tabletop yeah. game very easily um, because it's basically it's a turn-based strategy where you have a small team of troops, like a like a basically like a fire team. Yeah, that you drop in. And then uh, you kind of have to strat- have a, strategize them around a gameplay area and You kill have like aliens, a Fire basically. Emblem style grid map. Like you can It's move almost people exactly along. Fire Emblem. Yeah. If, if Fire Emblem worked as a team Rather as than, opposed uh-huh. to, yeah, one at a time. And like Fire Emblem, you build up your guys and if they die, they're dead forever. And that's uh, fascinating. I, I love this. So. Um, yeah, XCOM's fun. Um, I'm bad. I'm again, that's another game I'm very bad at, but I enjoy. Yeah. Um, I'm they, good at that uh, kind of strategy. I think like typically I haven't, like I said, I haven't played any of the XCOM games, but, um, I have played a lot of Fire Emblem and stuff like that. And I just, it's, I like, I like puzzles in that way. And that's sort yeah. of how I like view those games. Yeah. I, that's a good way to look at it. Um, Bit, Bit Reactor also has a bunch of people from Firaxis where where uh, Forge also worked. Um, okay. And Firaxis made obviously XCOM, XCOM two. Um, also, also all the Civilization games since Ooh. three, I believe. Um, and then the Sid Meier's games, you know, like Sid Meier's Pirates, yeah, all those. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's the scope of that is a lot bigger. Than like, I think what an XCOM does, and just that like you have a a global map, you're uh, like global, but like a like a broader map that you're sort of playing on, 
Yeah. Well, except from, from meta like, stuff. Your, mich- your small missions. Um, like XCOM, missions. you have to kind of pick, you have to build up your team and you build up technology and then you can get better troopers that have, or upgrade guys that, you know. Yeah. There's some meta stuff and like, you have to manage some politics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it feels like XCOM, like, like, zooms in in a way that games like Civilization don't always, unlike yeah. smaller team battles and things. Yeah. Uh, now, knowing Star Wars seems like we're probably going to get more, like, I imagine we'll get either an Empire or Rebel yeah. type, like squad based game similar to XCOM because um, there for Axis um, is making a uh, a Marvel game that's coming out oh. soon uh, called Midnight Suns. Uh, did you see a trailer for this? I don't think I've seen this, um, but it's basically an XCOM Marvel game. Oh, that's um, fun. Which is it's just kind of cool. So it's um, I'll bet you this is supposed to be like the Star Wars equivalent of that. That's cool. Um, but I, I'm I'm excited. I think it'll be that seems really cool and unique and something when EA had this like exclusivity license and then mm-hmm. didn't do much with it. They basically made two Battlefront games and. Uh, Fallen Order, and then uh, Galaxy of Heroes, which I still play. Um, I haven't played any of that. I mean, it's fun. It's I, definitely idle. Yeah. An idle game. Um, And it doesn't really have a story. I'm excited um, about, like, just having some more variety in... Exactly. Like, new Star Wars games. That's kind of what I was going at. It's like, it seems like they're starting to... Oh, uh, yeah, I did my... I love Squadrons. How yeah, I forget that's that true. One? Squadrons. Uh, squadrons was very different. But they didn't... It seemed like they just kind of, like, put Squadrons out and then were just like, okay, later, losers. You know? <laughs> Have fun over there. Uh, like, yeah, they just kind of, like, dropped it. They didn't really... Like, Squadrons is basically dead now because there are people that absolutely love that game and, and with good reason. But they there's no support for it anymore so their people that love it are just amazing at it right now yeah and they know the metas and they know you know all that kind of stuff and then any new player who tries to jump in the game can't get a good match mm. you know that's like like when you first started playing the game and you drop in to a multiplayer game you're going to be playing with a bunch of other people who are first starting playing the game yeah. and don't know the the controls very well right mm-hmm. that's how much matchmaking works well yeah but now there's not just not enough players to do that so you're inevitably going to drop in a game with like three other people that don't know the game very well and like five people that are just amazing at it and you're just going to be slaughtered oh, and that's not man. that's no, just that's not definitely... fun for anybody involved no. uh in the multiplayer focus the campaign is worth playing yeah uh, but it's maybe a 10 or 15 buck campaign in my opinion that makes sense um, the, i've the started it but i haven't gotten very far i don't know why i like fell off of that one likely something else came out and also not, it was hard i had a really game. hard time with it i'm not good at i mean i think i've said this before we've talked about games like this like i'm just never been good at games that require me to like orient myself in 3d space which yeah. isn't entirely true because we we played plenty of uh no man's sky together and i had fun with that yeah, but No Man's Sky is mostly... It's not uh, about dogfighting. <laughs> yeah, dogfighting is actually pretty easy in that, and it's not a focus of the game. It's just yeah. a, it's a feature of the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, where I'm just... I just... 
like even trying to follow the instrumentation and things like I just I don't know if my brain just doesn't catch up fast enough or what, but I struggle yeah. every time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a lot, but it's it's very fun. You can tell there was a lot of love and care put into the game. Yeah, totally. Uh, from a small team. That's awesome. Um, which is cool. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where like if I if I dedicated the time to it, I could I could at least get like passably through that campaign. But I think you could. Yeah. It's not it's not that. And I mean, you can put it on easy too. who cares. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's worth it. Um, if you guys if anyone if any listeners have access to a VR, um, I highly recommend squadrons in VR. That's awesome. Uh, it's very, very, very cool. The first time you sit in an X-Wing and yeah, can look around and you're, you know, actually, it really makes you feel like a pilot. So I love that. That's so cool. So, yeah. Um, Star Wars that's games. pretty much, yeah, those are the Star Wars games. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for all three, actually. They're, they all sound great. Me too. Um, Hunters comes out later this year. Um, not related to this respawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked oh, about yeah. that. Uh, we, we didn't even mention, um, uh, that respawn is the one putting out the, uh, the, the, the games. Yeah, all three of them, uh, think, right? Yeah, all three of them are respawn, but, um, they are um well they did um fallen order obviously yeah um but they do uh apex legends is the other big mm, one so that's mm-hmm. uh, another reason for the fps you could think like oh this will be pretty pretty good apex legends is pretty fun i've heard good things um probably one of my if i had to pick one of the battle royale shooters i think that's probably the best one nice out there but yeah. Cool beans. Um, let's see. So uh yeah, did you have any other uh any Star Wars things you're looking forward to or hmm. we talked about the uh Skywalker saga. I guess that's our next big one. April fifth. April fifth. When's yeah. our next we don't it's weird that we don't have another movie. Yeah, there's nothing on the horizon as far as movies goes. Which is kind of a shame. But I have enjoyed what the shows have been doing so far, and I'll take whatever Star Wars I can get. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. a bunch of other books that are coming out this year. I think there's a, uh, I think Mike Chen has a book called Brotherhood that takes place during the Clone Wars. That's about uh, Anakin and Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, Kirsten White is also putting out a young uh, Obi Wan book that I think is just called Padawan. Um. I think there's one more, like separate from High Republic, that's coming out this year. But I can't remember what that one is off the top of my head. Maybe it's a <laughs> it's a tie-in for a movie that's not going to come out now. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, we talked about it on it was it was one of those announcements we did a few months ago where it was just all book stuff because they announced like four titles um, that were separate from High Republic content. That were all like on the horizon, but those are yeah. happening like a lot sooner than I thought they were going to be. Like they're all within like a few months of now, so those will be fun. Yeah. But they're far enough out that we'll talk about them again before they happen. Yeah. Well, um, I think that'll mostly wrap it up uh, so for this too. episode. Um, next episode, I won't talk about what we're what we're doing next episode, but it will be one year. Yeah. Uh, that we have been doing this podcast. 
uh, every two weeks for a full year. Yeah. Um, which is kind of nuts. Kind of incredible, so, Tim. if you've been with us the whole uh, year, thank you very much. Um, yeah, thank you. And hopefully we'll, we'll put a... Uh, put a good show on for you next uh, next episode we shall do uh, if we didn't best. this one hopefully tune in next <laughs> one guys i think we got it i think we got it now it's been a year um as it's, always you can find us oh good it's gonna be two, it's gonna be a year exactly like on That's the dot weird. it's very weird oh yeah it's a year exactly from the date we dropped the like welcome episode which was the day before. The day before the actual episode dropped. So, yeah, it'll yeah, be exactly so. a year. Wow. Wow. One year anniversary. I'm excited for this episode. Yeah. It'll be fun. So, yeah. So, um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at NR Archives Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at New Republic Archives. Um, Join everyone, uh, the whole Dueling Genre family at DuelingGenre.com. You can mm-hmm. join the Discord, which will be in the show notes. Uh, and uh, following Dueling Genre on Patreon. Uh, I know we've been on the some of the Dueling, uh, some of the Patreon shows lately. Yeah. Um, and I know we've got some new stuff that um, our fearless leader, Scott, is working on as well. Should be fun. Uh, I think... Um Dueling Genre versus Daredevil just wrapped up, but Miyazaki yes. Madness is still happening. Um, going to be on an upcoming episode of that talking about Howl's Moving Castle, but I don't think that's going to be until March, probably. And then uh, I think Battlestar Galactica is the next versus TV show that we're doing, um, which I've never seen, but I'm excited for. And uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I think Ray Ruzo is going to be running that. Uh, so that should be a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, there's a bunch of different places you can find us. Uh, and if you like our show, you'll, I'm sure you'll find more shows on there. Um, I know, uh, I keep on Twitter tagging theme park this on stuff uh, because yes. I keep seeing trending tweets that I'm like, that's literally, that's literally think, what they do. <laughs> uh, like Jenny Nicholson, I think just posted something cause she's a big theme park yeah. nerd. Posted uh, a thing like... If, like, okay, if you could you make could, any property, right? Yeah, you could make any IP into a theme park. What like, would it be? Like, theme park this does and this that's, every that's week. That's literally what theme park does. Theme park this does on their show. Oh, it's so good. Um, I love those guys. And it's a fun show. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And they're super knowledgeable. We just had a big thing in the in the Discord uh, talking about um, talking about Marvel uh, properties at Disney, mm. um, and Brian from Theme Park This, and former guest of the show, Brian, yeah. Brian Green. Um, I love that. Was guy. talking about, yeah, he's super. <laughs> you know, he was like, okay, well, you know, you couldn't do this because X Y Z, and mm-hmm. the height limit on this ride is this, so they probably wouldn't want to do that at Disney because, yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, it's good. They know what they're talking about. And they know what they're talking about over there. So fun show. Fun show. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening as always. Thank you, um, thank you. And we'll be back in two weeks with our one year anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so join us then. Uh, and until now, until then, uh, remember that if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. 